It's happened. It's happened. Potter is gone. <laughs> Paddy, uh, I'm yeah. laughing because obviously we're, we're streaming the match here. We're watching it between us. But yeah. during the intro, there's a there's a caption where you were going, yeah. And I was like, oh, the Liverpool <laughs> or the Chelsea score. <laughs> uh, hello, everyone. Welcome to Beyond the Ball. I am obviously Colly, And this week I'm joined by Big Paddy. Paddy, what's happened? How's it going? Not a happy man. Why not? I'm a very happy man now, to be honest. United lost. Okay, that's not the news of the week. That's not the news of the week, Paddy. Come on. <laughs> Talking about fucking Potter here. He's gone. It's great. Chelsea are back. Uh, we are watching Chelsea and Liverpool, by the way. Um, so you may hear some outrageous outbursts. Uh, apologies if you hear that that you don't like to hear, but that's kind of your problem. Um, Paddy, we're going to look back at some of the matches from the week. Um. We have a bit of news, obviously a couple of seconds and stuff like that we'll talk about. Uh, we'll have a look at the fantasy football and then we will um, we'll look at the weekend fixtures as well and kind of just some on Wednesday, I believe, as well. So, uh, Paddy, we're going to jump straight into the football review. Kante is back. Kante is back, baby. That midfield tree we have Kante, Kovacic, and Enzo. That's unbelievable. That's actually the Compared to Liverpool's. Liverpool's defensive line. I know. Just for people that aren't watching it, maybe you're just chilling in here. Yeah, I'll go through the team. Yeah, I'll go through the team, right? Um, So Chelsea lineup is Kepit and Goal, Fafana, Koulibaly, and Kukurea. Uh, Reese James, uh, right wing back, Ben Chilwell, left wing back. Then they have Kovacic, Kante, and Fernandez in the center. And then they have Joe Felix and Kai Havertz up top. Uh, Liverpool, I think, is a weird lineup. I don't know what the fuck's going on with that. Alisson and goal, Gomez, right back, Kanate, Matip, and Simicas. Uh, then they have Curtis Jones, Fabinho, and Henderson in the middle. And then they've Jota, Firmino, and Nunes up top. Still a strong kind of top three, but. Um, where they haven't started Salah, they haven't started Robertson, Trent Alexander Arnold, and uh, Gakpo, and Van I don't know where Van Dyke yeah. is. I don't know if he's injured, but he's not even in. He's not even in the squad, so uh, don't know what's going on there. Um, yeah, I think he's probably trying to prove a point just to show that we do need some players. Um, so yeah, I don't know whether that's it. Paddy, I think. Here we go. Come on, Felix. Go. Come on, Joe. Oh. Come on. Oh, oh you're stupid. Fucking German oh, bastard. Um Paddy, I suppose we'll give it out now because uh, I was gonna I was gonna give it later for the betting challenge. We done the same bet. Um so I'll give it now while it's in play and it's still going. Um we've done a tenor on Joe Felix to have a shot on target and Nunes to have two shots. That could have been Joe Felix's right there, but fortunately it wasn't. Um so yeah. Shane just uh commented in there Virgil van Dijk is ill but I don't think playing shit is being ill I think it's just playing shit <laughs> he's ill talented um yeah. right the first game Paddy we're, we're gonna look at Man City and Liverpool a spanking for Liverpool uh it was it was it was a beautiful thing to see uh what did you think of this game were you expecting this type of result or did you think they'd they'd be a bit tighter I think I said last week maybe a little bit tighter but um looked at this as just I think the one game against United was a bit of an anomaly um, and then they're just back to normal Liverpool 
even the, the changes they made from the bench. I think he brought at one stage he brought four players on at once, you know, to turn the game around. And if anything, they made them worse. Um, Trent Alexander Arnold making some horrendous mistakes at the back to give away goals to to Man City. Um, oh, yeah, they're they're in a mess. To, what a fall from grace from nearly getting the quadruple last year to becoming a mid-table team this year to be, to becoming a pre-Klopp Liverpool because that's what yeah. they're back to now. Oh, I'm a tail. oh Jesus! I think Liverpool now are pre-Klopp. Yeah, I, look, I think they need a, like they need what Chelsea needed, and it's a big massive rebuild where they just need a, they need a brand new midfield and they need a brand new defence. Well, not not so much. Defense, <laughs> they just need to spend like a billion euro. <laughs> just needed a whole new team. Look, the defence they need one or two additions to the defence. Anyway, the midfield I think for Liverpool is probably their weakest, and could definitely do with some depth in there. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd like. I think they're in a rough situation. I don't know whether Klopp fancies it in terms of like him doing under a rebuild. I don't. I don't know whether. I don't know whether that would work from. What? I don't think he'll have the fun. I don't think. I don't think he's going to have the funds to compete with Man City, Chelsea, Newcastle, Manchester United in the coming seasons, and Arsenal now as well. I I just don't think. I don't think Liverpool have the money because the owners were looking to sell no matter what they say they're going to take private investment now from from somewhere else but whether they're willing to put that into the squad um because they haven't previously been unless they've sold big and mm. um, it doesn't it doesn't look good and if i was a liverpool supporter i would not be happy um and i would not be very hopeful mm. for what's to come in the next 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 couple of seasons Paddy, um, Jorgen Klopp had his the, the press conferences, I think it was yesterday, and uh, Potter was sacked, and he was kind of, he walked into the to the press conference, and he says, uh, okay, we'll address the elephant in the room, everybody thinking that he's probably going to say, yeah, uh, Potter's being sacked or whatever, he goes, you're probably still wondering why I'm still here now if, uh, in this crazy world, <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, so, he he's well, he's, he's self-aware to know that he's not doing a good enough job for Liverpool. Um, Absolutely. But it is a thing that me and you used to grill Connor about and the, the position of Klopp. Like, to me, it just seems like he's untouchable with Liverpool. Like, I don't think he could do I think he could, like, he's what is Which, he sitting in seventh or eighth now at this stage? Yeah, like, his bottom half and not get sacked. It's crazy. Like, uh, like the, the only untouchable I've seen would have been Alex Ferguson in the Premier League. Yeah. Other than that, like, Klopp has won one league and one Champions League. Yeah, they've performed sure. well, all right, but but to be untouchable with that record, like it's not that good, really. Like it's like it's great when and then, but in the length of time he's there, supposedly he's the best manager since fucking Shankly. Like you know, it's just it's it's not um, it doesn't add up. I I think the main reason that Liverpool fans think he's so good is because I think they're the only club ever to reach ninety points and not win the Premier League as well. So in their eyes, that's nearly a Premier League win. But in reality, but it's, it's not. not. Like, but it's yeah, not. it's not. You don't get anything. You don't get handed out per second. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, that's why I think they're they're on such a kind of fucking nearly riding them because like he's done well, but like he's only won like you're saying one Premier League and one Champions League in the supposedly most dominant era of football yeah. for Liverpool Football Club, which is which is wrong because they've. Yeah. How many Champions Leagues? They've got fucking five or six Champions Leagues. They've got multiple league titles. Never mind Premier League. We're talking league. We're talking way back. Yeah. Like so, 
to say that he's the best manager Liverpool have ever had is absolutely scandalous, and it's like it's an insult it, to their previous. Absolutely, it, it really is. And if you look at these teams and where, where they get their eras of dominance, you know, mm. and then they kind of fade away. It was what 20, 30 years before Liverpool won a Premier League again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it looks like the 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 trend, the upwards trend. They won the league. Then Van Dijk seems when he got injured, things start that season. It was things started moving down, and it's just yeah. getting worse and worse. And like to do a rebuild, what was he? Was there an element of luck in the players he bought? They all fit together, and they performed really well to win that one Premier League in the COVID season. So exclamation mark! Even what was it a real? Exactly, I was gonna game? say the one they yeah. have has the exclamation mark, and you can't yeah, deny yeah. that. Like, um. They they're not going to be able to get to those heights again. And if anything, it was in a period when the other big big teams just weren't performing as well. So Chelsea weren't performing as well. Manchester United weren't yeah. performing as well. Arsenal weren't performing as well. So the only ones they really had to come up against were City. And even though City are one of the best Premier League sides we've ever seen, yeah, undoubtedly. Um, as a competitor, you get raised to those levels by the competition. Yeah. Um, if if you're second place, because they turn around, and they say, "Oh, well, Arsenal United never got that points total." But I can guarantee, you, if there was a team there, like when Mourinho came in at United or against you know, for Chelsea against United for a couple of seasons, he won the league, and then United had to raise their performance to just pip them. And it's yeah. it's, it's just it's just the way cycles go. Um, they had the power to be Man City one season, but but that's it, and that's not that's not a great team. Like if you yeah. want to be if you want to be counted really as a great team, you you retain your title, you win it, yeah, and yeah. you retain it. That's a true championship side. And I, I can't remember who it was that said it, Paddy, but um, it could have been. I'm not. I'm not even gonna guess. But he made a point that like right these these players like like talking about how good Van Dijk is. So I can't remember who it was. It was an ex Premier League player, very good player. I don't know who. I can't remember who it was. That on top of my head. But well, he was saying he didn't have to come up against the Didier Drogba. He didn't have to come up against the fucking yeah. away in Rooney. Uh, like any, any of them big Henri's, like he didn't come up against them any world class. The odd one or two, Harry Kane may be very, very difficult to play against. Like, And there has been a couple of good strikers in the time. But to the extent where they're nearly playing them every week, whereas when, when Chelsea were, were back in the day, They'd have to come up against a, a very hungry and aggressive Wayne Rooney. Then you go to Arsenal, you're coming up against an Henri. Then you go to fucking, you go to Liverpool, and you're coming up against some whoever they had at the time, like someone fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. up top. Like, do you know what I mean? So everybody always had a, a very strong striker. Whereas now yeah. it's kind of like they're, they're not really that difficult to defend against. I'd say most of them. Like, um, yeah. but there's no one that's world class other than saying maybe Harry Kane, I think, at the moment. No, I understand what you're saying. So, he, you're... like, they, they would have came up against harder players back in back in the day. Um, yeah. So, I, I, don't, I don't... I think... I, I agree with that. Oh! Ooh. Oh, fucking hell. I'll tell you what, Chelsea are opening these up like a pair of fucking nuns. So, Next. what did you think of the game? Um, I Yeah, it kind of became a bit embarrassing for them, to be honest with you. They didn't really look like they were arsed. Um, Man City, I'll tell you what, right... And I, I said, I've always said it. Jack Grealish is unbelievable, and he had a bit of a fucking slow start to his career. But I think that was Pep kind of not rushing him in too much. Like I think Jack Grealish is one of the best midfielders in in the league, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're starting to see the rewards for it now. Like he's 
he's so he's so tricky. Every time he gets the ball, it looks like he's going to be fouled. He's creating assists. He's creating he's creating goals. That's the same thing. Uh, he's scoring goals. Um, yeah. But I just think he's he's very good. Like and and he's very underrated. And I just think that Manchester City team. I, I don't think it's the best we've seen them for a while. I don't think squad depth is is really as good as it used to be. Like when you look at their bench, they had, I think your man's name is Parata. Then they had um, Cole, uh, Parma, Cole, whatever his fucking name is. Um, then they'd Rico Lewis. So they, they had a couple of young guys that are kind of not to that level maybe as such just yet. They might be in a couple of years, but like where you looked at Man City probably maybe three or four years ago and the bench would be frightening. You know, they're like, all of them players on the bench would walk into pretty much any Premier League team. I don't think they have that now, so um, it's probably not a bad time for Arsenal to be leading the league because, again, they're relying on no injuries and stuff like that to come in. So, um, yeah, but other the game itself, I think just Liverpool showed what they were all about. They don't really have it. They, they, it's kind of embarrassing. That's the only way I can really describe it for them. Yeah. Embarrassing. They, they, they um, won't be challenging for the title again for a long time. No, I don't. I don't think so. Unless they they have an influx of players, like I'm talking, at least five, six players, yeah. and all players that are going to really strengthen that team because you could change nearly everybody in that midfield. Uh, you could you could change probably three other defenders, and you'd still probably be looking at them going, "Are they still going to fucking put a challenge mm-hmm. in?" So I, I don't see them getting anywhere near for the next couple of years anyway. And I, and again, I don't know whether Klopp wants to be involved in that. I know he has a contract of, till what's it, twenty twenty six or something, but I don't know whether he's going to see that out. Um, anything else to add, Paddy? No, no, I think we've bashed him enough. Okay, yeah, it's, it's a bit <laughs> Connor's not here, you know. He, he'd really get something out of him, you know. <laughs> uh, right on to the next one, another four one result. Uh, Arsenal versus Leeds, Paddy. Um, were you expecting this? I, I think we kind of were expecting this yeah. one. We weren't really expecting Leeds to put up. Oh, Ferguson just scored for Brighton. One of the Irish. I'm putting. Uh, I'm putting Leeds for to be relegated this season. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, themselves. Um, Southampton, Bournemouth, and maybe Notts Forest. Maybe. Ooh, I would have said Southampton. Yeah, uh, it's it's a it's a tough one. I think is it between fucking last position and and something like thirteenth? There's about three or four points. It's yeah, yeah. It's gonna be tight. Everyone's looking at the top and who's leading up at the top and who's getting the top four. Everyone's ignoring this fucking outrageous battle we have going on for relegation. Like, and it's yeah. there's battles all over the league. And this 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 fucking the last couple of weeks in this league is gonna be they're gonna be juicy um, fixtures. And I'm looking at. I think it was a who was it that was saying? I think it was United. United's fixtures in theory look very easy, but when you've got these teams that are really battling for their lives, them games become so much more difficult when you're you're playing an Everton team, say that you would have thought at this stage in the season, yeah. sitting mid-table, safe. Now they're fighting for their fucking lives and they need every single point they can get. So they're gonna start taking points off teams. Yeah. So yeah. and that's what you're gonna get against even the likes of, of Barmouth and Southampton, who you'd think, right. Bottom of the league, they're probably nearly relegated. They're still well within it. So does does I think the the competitive um, nature of these games is going to be a lot higher than they would be usually. Absolutely. In the previous seasons, but it is in the Premier League, and anyway, there's no easy games. Yeah. yeah, never is. Yeah. Well, like I I just think now at this stage, sometimes you 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 could 
see a few teams going into holiday mode. You know, that's the way yeah, when the, yeah, yeah, you're mid-table, yeah. you have nothing to play mid-table. for, you're not going to get relegated, you're not going to be able to get Europa. I think there's, that's where you kind of get that little bit of a, a small dead band where, where teams just don't really give a fuck and they're, they're in holiday mode. Like, um, yeah. But other than that, this season, I don't see it happening. Yeah. Um, so, Paddy, I'm going to ask you a question and I want your honest answer. Do you think that Arsenal are going to win the league? I still think City might pip them. I'd okay. prefer to see Arsenal win the league, but I do still think City might pip them. Because I, really don't. I know Arsenal have a run of three or four really tough games. I think it's Liverpool away, Newcastle away, and one or two other ones. So I was watching I seen on the overlap there. They were naming them off. Yeah. And I think Man City have a slightly more forgiving run-in compared yeah. to Arsenal. Now, there still is eight points in the difference. So it's... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And then I suppose then you've got to look at City has Champions League. City have Champions League football. Arsenal just have to focus on the Premier League. Yeah, you probably you'd probably just give it to Arsenal if you're betting. You like, think so? Yeah, I think so. Like I, I think I think if you were to offer the Premier League or the Champions League to Man City, they pick the Champions League all day because Pep's been there, done that, and he wants to win that Champions League so badly with Man City. You can see it. You can see how badly he wants to win it. Like so, I think if you yeah, giving them the option, he's probably gonna. Focus a bit more on yeah. the Champions League rather than the Premier League. Like, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, do you think City are as strong as they have been, or they look as good as they have done since? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think Neither so. I was watching Thierry Henry the other night talking about Holland and about how Thierry Henry used to adapt his game. Oh Jesus! What an idiot! Why would Kepa do that? Like, just put it into the fucking touchline, like. Why would you? Why would you clear the ball when you're outside your box to the center of the fucking pitch? What an idiot! Like, sorry, buddy. But yeah, no, they're they're not they're not quite as strong. Um, <laughs> Do you see that? Did you? Like, yeah, did you fucking see that? Like, geez, he's running down the line and someone tries to play the ball over the top. He just runs and hits him in the fucking back of the head and goes out for troll. Like, fucking cabbage. Uh, sorry, sorry. No, you're all right. I can't even. I lost my train of thought. Yeah, see, not as strong as they were. Um, Haaland, as amazing of, of a striker as he is, um, does he fit in the Pep style? Pep never played with the big, demanding, um, aggressive forward. Uh, like you see, you seen it in any of his teams. He likes what it was eleven midfielders, little midfielders yeah. on the pitch yeah, that can yeah. are real technical. Yeah. Um, so. I think they've more chance of going for the league than they do Champions League. I don't see them winning the Champions League this year. Yeah, I don't, I, I, to be honest with you, I don't see them winning the Champions League either. And I'm not just saying that because I actually think Chelsea could win it if we can get a manager sort and do it quickly. Um, I don't well, think Real Madrid. I don't think Real Madrid are going to be as hard as people think they're going to be. I know everybody keeps going, "Oh, they're beasts. They're not the Liverpool." Like, let's be honest, it's Liverpool. Like. And that's going to 100% come and bite me now because they're going to fucking score right now. Watch. They're going to score right now. That's no. okay. <laughs> uh, I mean, that sums up Liverpool right there. Yeah, so I I, don't, I, I think Chelsea are going to get through against Real Madrid. And I don't bite myself in the fucking arse here, but um, like they're, I think, fuck, they're, I think they're eight or nine points behind Barcelona in the league or something, or 12 points maybe. There's a massive gap, I think. Um, So they're not fucking... They're not all that and a slice of bread. Did yeah. I say that last week as well? They're not all that and a slice of bread. Yeah. Yeah, you did. Yeah, but you that's said not it wrong. Even a saying. That's not even a saying. Where am I getting that from? 
they're not all that in a slice of bread. They're the best things in sliced bread. That's the saying. That's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where I'm getting that from. But even uh, then, it's wrong in the context. You don't say they're not the best things in sliced bread. No, no, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, no, whatever I'm saying, it just doesn't make sense. Uh, Paddy, anything else to add on to that one? So you, you don't. So you think Arsenal may win the league? Yeah, I think that's I still think too early. No, I do think that. I do. Like they, they, they just look. Um, like they're on a roll now. Um, and who do you see beating them, really? Other than, you know what? Other than one or two games, right? Okay, Liverpool away. Say Liverpool perform really well. They're still five points in the, five points ahead, even if City win their games in hand. Yeah, I think. I, I think. If, uh, yeah, no, I think you're right. I think they're eight points now. City have one game in hand, which leaves them okay, five so points. Okay, so City win their game in hand, then it's five. Oh, well, then, 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 if they can get it down to five... And yeah. Arsenal lose one game, yeah. and it goes down to two points. Pressure. That's when your squeaky bum time comes in. Yeah. So I, I like I'm looking at this lineup now, right? That Liverpool are after selecting, and no Van Dijk, no Salah, no Salah, no Mo Salah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, no Trent, no Robertson. And I'm thinking to myself, does Klopp want to fuck Arsenal over here on the weekend? Is he resting them for Arsenal? Oh. I tell you what, I'd love to mm. see it. You'd love oh. to see it. Um, ah, would you know? Would you prefer? Would you oh, I fucking hate league? Arsenal. I fucking hate Arsenal. Hate. I suppose you're hate their fans. London club. Oh no, but that's you know that's not even relevant to me because I'm not from London and I always get abuse online. Oh, Irish, what have you got to do with fucking with Chelsea? Blah, blah, blah. It's just me team, right? Fuck off. Like, you know what I mean? I like Chelsea when I was growing up, but like nothing, nothing to do with London for me. Uh, I think why I would hate Arsenal and Spurs and the likes of them is because you get a bit of a feistier game. Nothing to do with the people and fucking location or any of that bollocks. Like, I don't care about that. Yeah. I think they're feistier games and there'd be more controversial decisions. So that would just, over time, just build up for me going, nah, this, this yeah, cunt yeah, fucking, yeah. you know, the stuff stays in your head over the years. Yeah. Like, So, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's not, a, it's not a fucking location thing for me because obviously not in London. So, um, Paddy, you happy to move on from that one? Nothing that Depends what's next. Uh, no, the, the next one you're going to absolutely fucking hate. It's Newcastle to Manchester United, Neil. Paddy, I asked you for a reaction video, you know, and and I and the, the response I got back was, yeah, it's on the way. And I sent a thumbs up, and then that was the last. And uh, this is the <laughs> I thought you realized I was being sarcastic. Could you not read the sarcasm <laughs> in the text message, no? You know, I was thinking to myself, I was like, I think he's being sarcastic here, but if I just play it like I'm being serious, he <laughs> might actually do it. <laughs> it obviously didn't work. So, um, yeah, talk to us. What happened with United? Um... To be honest, I like saving my reactions for the podcast because, you know, there's nothing left for the pod then if I don't. But uh, there was a stat given before the game when that back four start together, I, I think it was six times this season. They've only won once with Deloa, the back, even with Varane and Martinez. Oh, oh what a goal! Offside, offside, offside. Oh, you offside. fucker. You fucker. Get that flag up your hole. It will go to VAR. I'll tell you what, Reese James, what a strike that is. Oh, come but, on. Um, yes. Come on, sorry. Just didn't have the same fight as Newcastle. But I said I said last week, no, I did say I, th- I thought we'd win it. But I did say this could very well be a revenge mission for Newcastle after the final. Yeah. And that's exactly what it was. I think um, it was like a final again, but United just didn't have... 
the the end product. I, I was surprised he took Anthony off in the second half because I think he was one of the best players for us on the pitch. He looked he looked dangerous, um, but he took yeah. himself off and put on Sancho, who who was offside there. I think they're saying Fernandez is offside. Looks his knee. This is going to be tight because his toe was ahead of him, but his knee is slightly leaning over his toe. Yeah. So I don't know what way they're going to do the Lions. But um, big, big, big result in terms of top four because United now, from being, I suppose, nearly certs for Champions League before the international break, are now fifth. Now we do have a couple yeah. of games in hand. What's, um, can I just say, Paddy, because like, remember I'd say probably was a... This is probably four or five oh. weeks ago when United were, were on their kind of the high. We were talking about United potentially challenging for the league. Now, I know you probably didn't get ahead of yourself too much, but no. like there was a potential that they could have got themselves into a into a title challenge. But now, all of a sudden, we're finding them struggling to get top four. Yeah. Like, their away record is is a serious issue. Um, they're, they're having an awful time away from home, and I don't know why that is. Um. Yeah, it's offside. The only thing I'd ask you, Paddy, is and uh, Andy McNulty sent it to me there the other day. And for all the the hype and the the, the bigging up of Eric Ten Hag, if you look at where Manchester United were this stage last season, the points thought was the exact same. Now he's no, had two we're, games we're less. Ahead. We're three points now ahead. Now he's had two games less. Sorry, this time this um, day, and we were three points. We're three points ahead this season. I don't think so. No, at the same. Yes, we are. We are. Now, are you are you talking about with with the same amount of games? Because I'm talking about two less, so you might have won and lost one in the meantime. One, one lost. Because no, we, we yeah, because the start I seen was that was uh, United had played 26 and 28 was compared or something like that. So there might be just there might be slight it might be yeah. slightly different. But yeah, there's only there's there's only about three points in it. Well, we've won the Carabao Cup, semi-finals of the FA Cup, and. Semi-finals of the Europa League, quarter-finals of the Europa League, quarters, yeah. So look, we're in a much better position, much much better yeah. position, um, better squad. For it's annoying me the the lack of fight. Um, before the international break, I was saying okay, they're playing an awful lot of games in a row here. So coming towards the end of it, I was saying maybe they're just tired, but. That excuse shouldn't have been there against Newcastle. But I've seen this at the start of the season and I've seen it once or twice in other games when they lost that kind of fire. And then, but the next game, then they got it back. And, and it's a game they're going to need to get it back for because we're playing um, fucking Brighton, not Brighton. Burnley. When? Not Burnley. Not Burnley. When? In the league or? On Wednesday, tomorrow. Oh, Brentford. Brentford. That's what I knew it was a B. Brentford. Um, <laughs> who hammered us at the start of the season. So it won't be an easy game. Um, I think Casemiro will be out for this one and the Everton game the weekend. We we really, really need him back badly. Um, I think Ericsson will be back for the, the weekend game against Everton. Um, but following a defeat like that, um, which was unacceptable, to be honest, which are going for the uh, top four places. Yeah. Um, we we do have a few players coming back. Martial is back now as well. Got the Austrian sausage out. I know he worked well. He worked hard, but you you, you want your number nine being a threat. Yeah. And all teams know that if they cut out Marcus Rashford and 
Anthony cutting in and taking that shot on his left foot, it's very easy to defend against United's front line at the moment. But you kind of let him go a bit, don't you? You let him just have a bit of space because, you know, he's not really a threat where you can nearly then double up on Rashford and, and yes, Rashford exactly. becomes less of a threat then. Like. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, he, he, yeah, he's not he's not very good whatsoever. He works hard to try and win the ball back. And Here we go. I, oh. You're shit! Fucking idiot. I think, I think we got away with it for the large part because we were getting decent results. Yeah. Um, but as soon as the results have started to turn now, there's a bit more focus on him or what we're lacking because we need a couple of goals now. Yeah. Um, I just hope Anthony Martial can stay fit now going towards the end of the season because I, I think he can be a big plus if he does. Because I even seen one or two of it's a link up play after he came on against Newcastle. Um, that look just looked better than fucking the, the Austrian sausage. So like you know. he has like and we, we've talked about this. I think just to look at this stage we're talking about for fucking years with Martial. He mm. uh, he does have massive potential in fairness to him like he's got bags of talent but it's just like he looks like he's just a lazy fucking at the attitude he just looks like he doesn't want to be there it looks like yeah. do you know what it looks like it looks like it is a fucking job for him do you know what i mean it's not it's not that hobby that he loves that he's passionate about just looks like he's fucking paid to do a job and he's miserable doing the job oh frank lampard's in the stands we shout out to frankie l um so yeah i, I think if you can keep martial fit i think it's a massive massive boost for um you know yes sorry 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 you got distracted someone text me there i thought it was thought it was a goal um so yeah paddy what like looking at it over the summer what do you think you need to improve who would you bring in if you could bring people in and who would you get rid of that's not let's not give individuals for bringing in let's go give more positional kind of like who would you bring in yeah yeah striker absolutely striker um, right back. Um, I think we're all right at left back. I think we're fairly okay with centre backs. Um, I'd get rid of, I'd get rid of uh, Maguire probably, and Would you? you know you'd, you'd have some cover there, yeah, because we've plenty of centre backs now. Um, yeah. and I think the captaincy needs to fully go over to Fernandez probably, or else maybe give it to somebody else in terms of the likes of the Ca- Casemiro or. Um, Would you not Varane. give it to De Gea? Martinez, I don't know, maybe Martinez. Yeah, he's like he's new enough people. though, isn't he? Huh? He's new enough though, isn't he? Yeah, well, he's, but he's be a, he'll have a season under his belt for next season. Yeah, I, but I, like I, I, to be honest, I, I just say I don't think he'll take it off Fernandez. I think Fernandez will get the yeah, get the, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah I, think so, I, I think so. I think it so. cause more harm than good. Um, but okay, striker. Um. Harry Kane, and right back, striker, and right back. Just take Harry Kane. Would I? Yes, I fucking would. But not for not for over hundred million for his age. No way. I don't know. To be honest with you, I'm, I'd nearly just say, Do you know what? Just fucking pay it. Like it doesn't come out of your pocket. Let's be honest. Oh, like, no, hey, look, if the Saudis come in and they want to spend one hundred eighty million on Harry Kane, <laughs> I'm not going to go. Oh, for fuck's sake! I'll be delighted. <laughs> but it's not really good business if you think about it. You know. No, you'll yeah. never get that back. But what you could get is you could get returns on trophies and league positions which oh, may make up for it you know absolutely absolutely you could um and i think defenses and teams would fear you know with a striker like that but um yeah. look I, I think they're going to be getting a striker over the summer either way and they're slim pickings at the moment so it's whether they can get or they can compete with other teams uh, you're going to have to pay top dollar now because 
when things are, how would you say, scarce in supply, yeah, exactly. No, demand goes up and the price of yeah. that means the price will go up. So if they can get Harry Kane, which I think Harry Kane has to move, he has oh, I think, to yeah, move. Yeah, yeah. If he wants it's to win anything, look, he can be a one club legend if he wants, but I think his aspirations are to win a couple of trophies before he retires. It has to be, has to of be. his talent. It has to be. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, oh, yeah, I, to be honest with you, Paddy, I actually think he's, he's going to get him. And I think it's, it might be a massive difference for you. Like, I think the only thing Daniels would be worried about is just trying to make sure that defensively are sound the midfield is sound but then then i think your attack is sorted like so you, you've got the likes of sancho who you, who you still know has talent then you've got the likes of anthony then you've got rashford do you know what i mean you have so much talent there as well that like a good striker would definitely bring us up to the next level a good keeps a bit sir because yeah, I do yeah, write, yeah. i do write him yeah. i absolutely do uh, ericsson is aging now you've got casemiro I'd, I'd probably look at getting a midfielder and maybe getting rid of McTominay or Fred, yeah, like yeah, I would keep Fred. Good players, McTominay, to be honest, and he like look, he's a decent player, and he'd be he'd be a Premier League player for you know for any of the mid table sides like mm. Liverpool or Chelsea. But I just don't think he's good enough for United. No, I don't think so. Um, you, know there, did you? you don't think he'd be good enough? He's not. He's good enough for United. No, I said, I said McTominay is good enough for a mid-table team like Chelsea or Liverpool, but he's oh, not good enough. Oh, fuck's sake. And you're I like, yeah, yeah. I, I missed that I'm one. I'm going to clip that. I missed that because I was super, I was looking at the clock and, uh, and how long we were running. I was like, how, how close were we to actually getting it right? Um, no, you fucker. I didn't hear that. That'll be edited out. No one will ever hear that again. Live? What do you mean live? <laughs> Uh, Paddy, what do you think are the realistic chances of Newcastle getting top four alongside yourselves maybe well if you look at Spores being Sporesy yeah. I think they have a better chance than Spores yeah now it depends on if if Spores can get in their new manager which I haven't heard, really heard anything about anyone being linked to Spores have well, you? apparently your man Nangleson was supposed to be um, linked but now Chelsea are after pulling the trigger on power, yeah. that's who they're trying to go for. So, so they're really up shit creek. Then, if they can't get, you know, they're who are they going to get? Pochettino back. Oh, oh, here we go. Allison making another howler. Uh, Pochettino is another one that was linked with them. Yeah, but I don't know. Would he fancy going back there? Like when you've got when you when you had that team who were playing so well. Yeah, you, you probably had Deli Ali at the time as well. It was yeah. in form. Um, and then you've got Harry Kane, who's a couple of years older. Son, who's a couple of years older, why would you go back and ruin your? I thought you had a good reputation there. Um, I had a great why reputation. would you go back and like you got, them, yeah. you got them to a Champions League uh, final? The final, yeah. So yeah, why would you? Liverpool... And look, let's look at Liverpool again in terms of the one final that they did win was against Spurs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, doesn't like, count. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> you were like, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> you actually break it down, right? He's won the fucking Champions League and he's won the Premier League title. The Premier League title was with an asterisk because fucking yeah. everyone else was shit and everyone was dying of COVID. And yeah. the fucking Champions League was against Spurs. Yeah. He may as well have won nothing. Yeah. Like any <laughs> real challenges that? he had in the league against City, he lost. And any yeah. real challenges he had in the Champions League finals that he got to against Real, Real Madrid, he lost. Yeah. I mean, Carlos fucking crazy, but clap a shite. Yeah, clip you heard it here, of course. <laughs> um, Paddy, will we move on from that one then? Yes, please. 
on to something that every cloud has a silver line is that right have i said that one right yeah that one's right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. no yeah. bread in that one no bread in that no one. bread in that one yeah um but speaking of bread potter is toast <laughs> oh, got it yeah. i got it love it got that, that one it just, um, ends there. It just ends there drop the mic yeah we'll see us all next week uh <laughs> buddy look we'll move on quick because I'm, we, we'll only do this probably till the, the no 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 we can stay and talk about this for a fuck off <laughs> no, no, we, we, we'll just you know we'll just we'll just keep on to this one right? we, we lost this bad uh to be honest with you same old fucking story chelsea were dominating the game in the first half and couldn't score uh, pretty much like we're doing now. Well, maybe not dominating now, but um, great chances, can't score. And then Villa just take their chances. And, and to be fair, they, they punished us. Um, can't argue with uh, with that result. The one thing I do want to say is, and I, and I got a bit of grief from a Villa fan who I know who was um, living over in Australia. He told me to make sure that he gives Villa, you give Villa props and don't just say Chelsea or shit. And I do think that Villa do deserve props. They're doing really, really well under uh, Unai Emery. Um, and he definitely has taken them to the next level. Much better than that fucking has been Steven Gerrard anyway. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I hold my hands up. Well done, Liver- or, uh, Aston Villa. You were a lot better than us. Yeah, he's a great manager. Um, so fair play to him. But Paddy, like I said, that, that silver lining is the fact that it put the final nail in the coffin for for, for Potter. Um, for me, look, I done a video saying that it has to pull the trigger, but Todd Bowley has to pull the trigger. Enough is enough. Um, and lo and behold, I think I don't know if it was later on that night or then the following night, I get a message from I think it was a it was one of the followers on the Instagram page, Noel Black, and I just seen it popping up on my screen. Me and the missus were about to watch uh, watch a program, uh, and I popped up. Uh, you got your wish, part is gone. And I fucking, I jumped up. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, got the remote. It's turning it on. I was like, she's like, what you doing? What you doing? I was like, I have to fucking check something. Don't speak. You have to fucking check something. I was going mad. I was turning it on. There it is on fucking Sky Sports. Part is sacked. I was like, jumped up and I stack out. Yes, yes. <laughs> she's like, what's wrong? I was like, fucking Chelsea manager after being sacked. And she's like, I'm what? Like, I was like, I fucking wanted him to be sacked. She's like, should he fucking sack every manager? I was like, don't start. <laughs> <laughs> what was the program? Uh, oh, do you want to know? Yes, because because I know you're embarrassed about it because you said yeah. we were about to watch a program. You didn't tell me what you're going to watch. But I'm going to hold my hands up and say this program is unbelievable. And you, you might watch it yourself, buddy. Below Deck on Netflix. No, that's not. Watch it. I'm telling you, watch <laughs> it. I don't like reality TV uh, that much. But this is very good. It's on Netflix and it's on uh, any legal streaming boxes. And uh, you'll get all the seasons, loads of different seasons. And it's, why, why, why have, this is a football podcast. Why am I talking about Netflix shows? Uh, I'm actually watching uh, Married at First Sight Australia and wow, it's good. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I watched the first two episodes. Too. I watched the first two episodes of Ted Lasso, the new season. Oh, yeah. Shut- Absolute shy. Yeah, so hopefully that gets better. Uh, but back on to Chelsea, Paddy. Um, yeah, it was the final, it was the final nail in the coffin. I'm gonna this is how this is what I honestly think, right? Of this whole situation with Chelsea. Todd Bowley, I think, and I know I might have given him a bit of shit over the time. I think he's really handled the sacking, sorry, the 
the era of Potter very, very well. I know he made an absolute colossal clusterfuck by sacking Tuchel, um, and a lot of Chelsea fans will always hold that against him. But he came out when Potter, when Potter was going through his rough period and said, no, we fully back Potter. We fully back him. And that would have gave Potter confidence. And that's what you want as a manager, knowing that the board is backing you. The only thing that he can then be judged on is results. He's fully backed him. He fully believes in his, his ability to, to manage a team. But when shit hits the fan to the point where it's not retrievable, the season is gone, and you've pretty much shown maybe Chelsea isn't the right fifth you. Todd Bowley gave Potter plenty of time and allowed Too him much. to try turn it around. He, there was one or two chances where he nearly did turn it around. But couldn't couldn't keep no, it going, keep momentum going. No, he didn't. What? No, he didn't. Didn't give him time. No, he never nearly turned it around. He gave oh, him too no. much time. Did, yeah, he, yeah. No, he, he did. He, but he respected it. So hold on, you're saying you're you're saying Tabali, like okay, he handled it really well. He didn't handle it nearly as well as Roman Abramovich would have for Chelsea. Yeah, but no, because like Roman Abramovich was set in his ways in terms of he knew that when a manager was was not doing well, he was gone straight away. Todd Bowley came in with an idea that um, this is the new era of Chelsea. I'm going to completely change the culture. We're not going to sack managers anymore. Now, I know we've done it straight away, but his idea was I'll sack Tuchel, get a manager in who I think can be here for five, six years, longevity. And then he had a plan in mind. We'll get all these young players. So Todd Bowley, in fairness, was looked. it made it look like, anyway, that he was looking forward to the next five or six years with Chelsea and they were going to be elite. It didn't work yeah, out. Look, like that's all. That's this, all. This is, like, this is like us playing FIFA and being the manager and thinking, "Oh, let's make this decision or that decision, and it'll be good." I, I don't think he truly has the knowledge to be making those types of types of decisions. He shouldn't be showing a player. sack Tuchel and get in Potter and then give Potter that much time. You might think, "Oh, he, he handled it well," but he will be the reason you finish outside of any European football this season. And quite possibly with nothing to show for it. Nothing. No chance. Because I, I don't see us win the Champions League. Absolutely. I know you're hopeful and all, but... I think we'll win it. Um, I don't. The only thing is... The only reason I respect him now is because he sacked him. Like, if, if I had gone on another couple of weeks, I would have like just been completely fuming and fucking screaming and shouting about him. But he's pulled the trigger and he sacked him. So... Too late, though. But it's too I late know, to claw your way back now into the Champions League spots. But he kind, in, in a way, in a way, he kind of saved face by giving him enough time. I know he's, we're saying he's giving him too much time and we're past the point to return. Seasons are right off. Fair enough. I rebuild and we have to sign loads of teams. In my opinion, we probably have the best squad in the league. Uh, I don't know whether many can argue with that, really. When you look at a squad, boys. Not going um, forward, I don't think. Yeah, maybe striker is, is where we're, we really lack. Like, um, our wingers are pretty good. Like, uh, the likes of Pulisic, he's, he's actually, for someone who's a rotation player, find me some rotation players that are as good as Pulisic because there aren't really that many. Um, Joe Felix is unbelievable. I'm not, I'm, I'm just saying it here. He needs to be made permanent. I think he wants to stay permanently, um, but I think that has to happen. Um, mm. Another one as well is Unkunku is coming in, and I'm pretty sure that if we get an Anglesman, he's already had him at Leipzig. So he knows him. So that, that could work out a tree. Um, but Paddy, I think 
look on the Todd Bowley situation, I think he handled it well enough to give Potter enough time to really determine this guy is not the man for the job. Maybe left it a little bit too late. I agree with you. Um, because Ram Ramage would have sacked him probably eight games before that. Yeah. Um, but at least we know, and at least he's got it out of a system that this probably isn't the reality of modern day football. Mm. You have to just play, you have to just manage a club based on the results that, that are happening in front of you. And that that's just the I think that's the bottom line of it. Yeah. To be honest. Absolutely. Like because if he hadn't have had the resources at his disposal that he did have, um, I'd say, okay, you give part time because yeah. you know there was there was extenuating like extenuating circumstances, but he, he gave him a, like a, that window, million. that mid season window, he spent five hundred million or something, yeah, or seven hundred yeah. million or something. Yeah, we we've, well, we like spent six hundred million since the start of the season, so and like that's Christmas, not acceptable. No, after Christmas, he should he should have got a month, maybe two after Christmas, and that was it. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, Paddy, the the, the fucking damage is done now. Chelsea yeah. are sitting in eleventh, um, and Potter is gone. Long may we fucking get a new manager in, and we return to the top because I think it will happen if we get a top manager in. I am going to say people are always asking me who do I want in. Um, I do like the idea of an Anglesman coming in. Uh, done really well at Leipzig and was doing really well at Bayern. Surprised they even sacked him. Um, and I do like the thoughts of Lewis Enrique coming in as well. I did say uh, Diego Simeone. That's obviously not realistic because he's not going to leave in the middle of the season, especially when he's finishing up at the end of the season. Uh, Pochettino is another one, but to be honest with you, I don't think that's happening. I'm pretty sure he's out of running for that. Um, the one thing I will say about Chelsea, Holly, is because you're saying they're you know, one of the best squads and I, I remember a time when United were have and they always have been since Ferguson left spending massive amounts of money. It's probably yeah. spent more than anyone, and we didn't fuck all the show for it. So yeah, if he's throwing around money, um, but he doesn't have the right people in the background making the decisions, and yeah, it'll be a long time spending lots of money and winning nothing because I've seen I've seen it there. Yeah, I I know I agree. I, I agree. It can happen, but I do think that. Chelsea have a good core of players there that would definitely be enough to to challenge any any league like so. Oh, yeah. Jesus! Um, shoe, 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 shoe. He's offside. He's offside. Um, yeah. Look, Paddy, it's it's all it's all good. We'll, we'll, I'm sure we'll know. Apparently, the the next manager is going to be in charge before um Wednesday, next Wednesday oh. or something. So or by the weekend maybe. Um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Oh no! It's supposed to be it's supposed to be the weekend. Wolves, I think they want them charged for. Kepa, will he catch the ball, man? Uh, right, Paddy. We anything else you want to add on Chelsea? No, no, no. Okay, right. We'll move off. Um, Paddy, we have to fancy football. I'm going to pull up the thing. We'll do it real quick because um, the match is going to half time there anyway. So yeah, I can close that out and just share it. Um. Yes, yeah, so sorry, let me take us into the fantasy football. <laughs> Buzz me another couple of seconds, you know what I mean? We're middle of um, middle of a game week, Paddy, so um, we'll read it out as it is. The average at the moment is 46 points, and I've got 50, so I'm happy I'm, I'm four points above average. 
Uh, if Allison and Gallo lose hopefully... four points on transfers, I see there. Yeah, I've, I've done through two transfers. Um, hopefully it pays off. I don't think it will. Um, so yeah, two transfers minus four points. O'Brien, Joe Felix, um, Allison's a goal. Sorry, uh, White, and then I have Chilwell at the back <clears throat> with Trippier. Trippier got me twelve points. With White got me eight. Uh, Chilwell has nothing at the moment. Hopefully, if he keeps a clean sheet tonight, he'll get six, five, six. Uh, Rashford, two points, got me nothing. Um, Billing, three points. Fernandez is captain. Thought he'd do better. Four points, brought him in. Uh, Martinelli, five points, and Odegaard, six points. Whatever about Arsenal players, they're fucking unbelievable for points. Uh, Joe Felix has two points, and then Kane with seven. Uh, Kilman Greenwood and Tarkowski sitting on the bench with fuck all. Uh, Paddy, we'll look at yours. That's not the right one. One second. By clicking the full league table there. Um, see how you doing yourself. You want to walk us through it? Not great, to be quite honest with you. Um, 31 now. So Ederson, two points. Shaw, I brought in, actually uh, didn't perform too well against Newcastle, but we've still got a game to go. Alexander-Arnold, shocking. Um, I'm going to have to get Seba out. Um, Trippier again for me, 12 points. So that, that was something. Um, okay. Sancho, I brought in. Um, did, didn't even start, only came on for the last 20 minutes. The gamble, wasn't Ra- it? Rashford, captain, but playing tomorrow. So hoping that he might do something at Old Trafford. Um, Saka, after the game beforehand where he had a storm, or I thought he was going to do more. Um, Kane, seven, happy. Haaland injured, unfortunately. And Havertz, 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 Havertz. <laughs> Yeah, now, so. uh, you will have a Wobby coming in and he'll give you an extra two points. So, that's okay, it's better than the kicking the bollocks. Uh, Baddy yeah. will have a quick look at Connor's team just to see how he's doing 56 points, 61 points. Jesus, Mad uh, he's Pope and goal with six points. A little bit again, injured, so injured. <laughs> uh, Shaw at one point, <laughs> me, sorry, me with one point. Uh, Bourne with six points. Then he has Rashford with two, Trossard with five. He has Kevin De Bruyne in 50 or 13 points. Zero for Haaland. Kane is captain, 13 points. He has Ollie Watkins, who scored again tonight, I believe. Uh, he has Solly March with six points, who will actually come in uh, as a substitution, so he'll be getting them as well. Uh, and then Bueno and De Silva on the bench. So chuck it, chuck it. We'll have a quick look at the league table, see who's top. And it is Collie Lamb uh, with 1884. And then second place is Ushian Kane with 1877. Jack close. Butler with one eight six four. Yeah, it's close to the top. Only thirteen points in it. Oh shit, Matt's seven. Um, Jack Butler in third. Lee Dillon in fourth. Dean Fletcher down to fifth. Adam Doyle up to sixth. Shane Bork up to seven. A few new entries up there now. Um, a couple of names that that weren't there before. Uh, Johnny Murphy's dropped down to eight. Uh, Connor Ennis with oh yeah, uh, goes down to ninth, and then Tony Tam goes up to tenth. Uh, Francis Bellardi drops out of the top 10. So, Paddy, that's it. Um, off to fancy football and onto the predictions. Right, Paddy, uh, we won't spend too long on this because I wouldn't mind getting off and going and yeah, actually watching it. and enjoying the second match. Um, first matchup is obviously the one that we are watching right now. It's halftime, nil all between Chelsea and Liverpool. What score do you think it's going to finish? Well, after watching the first half, I'm going to go for... I, I did originally say Liverpool would win. Um, I think it's going to be a draw, one all. 
Yeah, I don't know. It's it's a tough one to say. It looks like Chelsea are getting creating the better chances, but they seem to be scuffing every fucking shot they get. Um, I actually think it's going to be nil all. I don't think that's going to happen. Or else they're going to bring on fucking Salah and he's going to score the winner. Um, so nil all, or else Liverpool win. Uh, on to the next one, Paddy. Man United versus Brentford. Um, you were saying earlier you think that you might get the result here. I think they'll put in a defensive performance because I think wan is going to be back. Um, uh, and they need a clean sheet. We have a good record at Old Trafford, so I see us winning the next two games. And I, th- I think after what Brentford does at the start of the season, we're, we're going to win this by at least two goals. So I'm going to go for 3-1. Three, three Interesting. Uh, goal scorer? Rashford, I think, is... Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, uh, I'm going to... Yeah, I'm going to say 2-1, uh, you know, it's, I think Ivan Tony's going to score against us. I'm going to use him as my scorer, actually. 2-1 and Ivan Tony to score. Paddy, the next one is United and Everton. Um, obviously, um, Everton and Sean Dyche getting a great... I thought that was pretty good, actually. Getting a great result against um, Spurs there yesterday. Uh, an unbelievable goal by Kane. Kane and Jesus Christ, did you see the goal? No. About 30 yards out, he gets the ball, picks it up, and absolutely spanks the top corner. Yeah, absolute crasher. Um, so yeah, look, Daichi doing a job with Everton. I don't think Everton are going to get uh, relegated this season. Um, what score do you see this one being? I think Martial back. Um, when those front players start knitting together, um, interplaying, which which I think we're really missing because it's one thing United could do is you know sw- switch the wingers, Sancho, Anthony. Rashford, Martial, like they could all play in each other's positions um, and cause havoc. And I think now with the Martial back, um, he might be some, a missing link. And I think I, I think 3 0. United are going to win this 3 0. Okay, fair enough. And Scora? Um, I'm going to go Martial. Okay. Um, yeah, I think, I think probably this one comfortable enough. I think 2 0. Um, and I'm going to say. Who will I say? Mm, yeah, I'll go with I'll go with Rashford to score. I think Rashford will probably get on the score sheet. Um, next one, Paddy Wolves versus Chelsea. How do you see this one going? Tough place to go. Really, really tough place to go. Um, if you ha if you have, oh, even if you have a manager in place, if you don't win this game tonight, confidence is going to be rock bottom. Um, I'll go for a draw, one all. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm thinking we may get a manager in, and he may be able to. Turn it around a little bit. Um, and I'm going to say 2 1 to Chelsea. And I'm going to say Havertz to score. Uh, just seeing this here Southampton um, against Man City. Uh, what, what do you reckon on this one? Yeah, City have to win to keep the pressure on Arsenal. So, yeah, I think City win 3 1, 3 0 comfortably. Yeah, Southampton. Ampton is I think Haaland yeah. will be back as well. The machine. Yeah, I don't know. Like th- this one could be a fucking banana skin for, for Man City because Southampton are, are, are in a spot where they're rock bottom and they're in fear that if they lose this game, they may be a little bit too far to try to recover. So this could be a massive game. I would I could I would say I agree, but I just think City know if they have one banana skin, the league is over. I think yeah. I think if there's one weekend where City slip up before Arsenal do, the league is over. That's it. Done. 
Yeah, and it could be this one. I'm gonna go right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, gonna call it. I'm gonna say one all this game, and I'm not even gonna be able to clip this because I have that embarrassing spelling down the bottom. Uh, <laughs> so it's gonna be one all, and I think Kevin De Bruyne is gonna score for Man City. Uh, Paddy, on to the last one of the week: Liverpool versus Arsenal on the weekend. Talk to me about this one. Um, it's another one of these, depending on the the result tonight. Um, if Liverpool get a result here, can Klopp go back to changing the squad completely? Um, or do we trust the players that play it tonight? Um, I think against an Arsenal, you have to play our strongest side. But but look, we're saying strongest side. Is the Liverpool team that lost against City their strongest side? Because if it is, shit, they're bad. Yeah. Um, I see Arsenal getting a result here against Liverpool. Um, I know Liverpool perform much much better at Anfield um, but Arsenal every time I see Arsenal going to slip up they just keep on getting the results and I, I see them getting the result again because Liverpool now have a game during the week Arsenal are they playing tomorrow or do they, or do they have a rest until Arsenal are playing tomorrow I believe right okay okay well then okay um, I'm still going to go Arsenal oh, narrow 2-1 I don't think they are Sorry, I'll double check that because I don't think they are playing tomorrow. No, they're not. They're not playing tomorrow. That's some done. Well, then they have a nice rest then up until the weekend and Arsenal win. Yeah, I'm gonna go two two one to Arsenal. Yeah, I actually I was actually thinking this the same myself. I think Liverpool are gonna score first, and I think that's when Arsenal start kicking at the gear then. And I'm gonna yeah. I'm actually gonna go three one. Um, I think Liverpool will take the lead, and I think Arsenal will come out then all guns blazing and they'll score a few goals and the heads will go down for Liverpool. So. Uh, I'm going to say 3-1 to Arsenal and sack at the score because uh, he's a sack of shy. <laughs> Paddy, that's it. Um, we're wrapped up. It is 10, 9, 8. I can't tell time now. It's 8.59. Um, so the second half of the Liverpool and Chelsea match is just about to happen. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Hopefully it goes well. No doubt we'll probably be putting a video up on TikTok anyway. Um just a shout out to uh, our, our good friend Graham Lawler again, who um, done the rounds again on TikTok after two years ago to the day on uh, April Fools. We we pranked him thinking he was talking to Robbie Kane. If anybody's <laughs> listening to the podcast, I'm sure you've probably seen that video. But if not, it's on our TikTok. It's very funny. Um, Paddy, thanks for joining us this week. It's been a pleasure. Cheers, Collie. Enjoy the match. I actually hope he's beat Liverpool because I hate Liverpool more than I hate Chelsea. Let's go. Um, yeah, thanks everyone for listening and watching. And if you are watching on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, make sure you hit subscribe, like, follow us, uh, send in the comments because that's that's good stuff. Uh, if you're listening to us on Spotify or Apple or any other podcast platform, give us an L five star rating and tell us you're, we're, we're deadly. Uh, follow us on Instagram as well and you can chat to us there. Uh, we will see everybody next week, Tuesday at 8 p.m. Goodbye. 